Hello there. Good evening, good evening, good evening. Kings, queens, gods, goddesses, spiritual beings, human beings, celestial beings, <laughs> all the beings. Good evening, good evening on this Monday evening, October the 18th. It's your girl, the Quartz Queen. It's been a minute. It really has. I haven't done a podcast in a while, but I've been showing up in other spaces. I have. And uh, I was like, man, I did a podcast in a while. But I'm going to talk about some topics now, but it's like I need to come back because this is where I kind of don't. This ain't no kind of. This is where. I really began to talk and felt my comfort zone and got my feet wet into um, making a podcast. So I uh, wanted to come in tonight and just talk about a thing that has been circling around this entire planet (laughs) since COVID. And I guess I'm going to you know, kick it off like a a beginning of a series um, because spiritual, your spiritual journey, your spiritual path, being woke, your awareness, how you do a thing can really be long-winded and lots of twists, turns, yield signs, Stop signs, green light, red light, all the damn signs. Um, No turn on red, (laughs) that part. So, at first, I was already recording. And then I was like, you know what? This, mm -mm, nope. And I deleted it. Yes, I did. And I'm saying I deleted it. It was, I, I was already at like 35 minutes. And I was like, I don't think I can tie this one in. Um, and I was like, oh, maybe I should use another analogy. So anyway, that's, that's done and over with. And and now I'm back, you know, right behind it. So the spiritual path, I'm going to label it. Oh, did I label it? I might have to change what I labeled it. What bought you here? What brought you here? Why the spiritual path? Is that what everybody's supposed to be doing? So, what brought you here? And what is the spiritual path? What is all this stuff people be talking about? Shadow work. Inner child work. Victim. Feeling saboteur, um, herbs, holistic energy, chakras, circles, community. Oh, the list goes on. Let me tell you, it does. It really goes on. What the, what's that by the so-and-so? And the beat goes on. Yeah, the list definitely goes on. But for the sake of this podcast and what it's about, what brought you here? I'll tell you. Um, many of few things, 
<laughs> yep, I said it. And I'm going to put a percentage on it because I know I can. <laughs> this is, first of all, my podcast. But I'm speaking divine truth. For probably about 75% of the world that decided that, especially when COVID hit, which I just need to insert here, COVID didn't happen to you, it happened for you. And if you don't understand that, then that means you still up under the rock somewhere and I need you to come on up out that rock we need we want to see your beautiful face and you probably need to take a bath and all that other good stuff if you've been under the rock all that long time but 75% something dramatic happened for a lot of people it was COVID um, before that it could have been something traumatic happened in your life for me it was a death so it was a death um it could have been you got tired of your job or you could have got fired from your job or either you chose to walk away it could be that a, a divorce it could have been that um a breakup and a friendship Somebody could have went to jail. You could have went to jail. Um, You got pregnant. It could be many things. Something eventful. Let me, let me tie it all in. Happened in your life to awaken you to another path. In your life. And for most. It became an invitation. To find out who you are. And not only who you are. But what are you. And then with that. What do you do? All, all the questions. All the things. It kind of rush in like um like a like a um a protected dam of water, and then all of a sudden they just move it away, and all the water start rushing in like that, and it could be overwhelming. Trust, I know, especially if whatever your event that happened has stages of emotions that you have to go that you. Um, are going to be going through or have to go through. So, when that event happened and the stages started, you started to ask questions. You probably also had emotions and a lot of unknowns. Fear probably was a big one. Because what we don't know, we fear. Because most of us, we like to have full control over our life or think we have control over our life. And we love to go in knowing the next step. Or the next few steps. 
And in a spiritual journey, I don't really want to use the word law, but one of the prerequisites is having faith. And trusting your higher self, your inner body, listening to yourself, which is probably what most of us haven't had. And in religion, most of us only have faith when it comes down to praying when we get into a bind. Not saying that we don't pray at all, but the strength of faith at that time. So it's a requirement. And that could be difficult for a lot of us. But it is a requirement. So what is this spiritual thing? What is it? Like I said before, it's an invitation to you coming back home to yourself. It's you finding out what is the next part of your life, of your journey, of what you want? What do you desire? What is your passion? Some of you are trying to find out because you've heard about all the, the magic and the psychic abilities and, um, you know, community building and just a whole umbrella of things. I'm just pulling out just a few that just popped in my head. You could want to be an intuitive guide, a reader, a Reiki healer, herbalist, crystal maker, purifier, and all of that is tied into your path, your spiritual walk. It goes deeper than that because when you're talking about spiritual, you're talking about elements. You're talking about Mother Nature. You're talking about the Divine Sun. You're talking about the Mother Moon, the plants, the animals. It, it, it goes so much deeper than that. But to keep it, you know, simple right now and in the beginning, it's awakening yourself to yourself. That seems easy. Yeah, it does. It actually really is. However, we make it very hard. Very difficult. I know I did, and I know several other people can contest to this that they did as well. Which is fine. You know, hey, the simplest things are what we make the hardest anyway. Everybody knows that. Until you done did a thing so many times and you like, 
Yep, got it. And those and most people be like, yeah, right. Until you tell them, and then they still still be completely oblivion to the fact. But you know, it is what it is. Everybody has their own journey, their own path. So now you know there's a difference. There are stages that you're going to go through, and I'm only going to use one for right now um, as far as, like, things that you just feel like, oh, my gosh. Religion <laughs> becomes a big one in your life to where it's like, I know good and God dang on well. Are you serious? So then you have to go through stripping. And in the midst of that stripping, you're going to be researching, listening, looking, reading, asking questions while you're going through the, what is it, the seven signs of grief or something like that, or I, I don't know what it's called. But what I'm here to tell you is this. When you begin a thing, know that anything and everything that you think about, you say, you're going to attract it to you. For example, if whatever happened to your, and I'm going to use me for example, because that's the best way. When my grandmother passed, Nobody, and I mean nobody, could not tell me that there was no way that I couldn't still speak to her. That I could not. I don't care what nobody said. And 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 I was just dropped in. And I don't really handle death well. And I'm not saying people handle it well. I actually go through a physical thing, like it really takes a whole different toll on me. My grandma was my ride, my ride or die, my ace, my everything. So even though I knew her human vessel wasn't here, ain't nobody gonna tell me. Nope, nope, no, no, no. So I went on a quest, a deep quest, and while I was going on that on that quest, mind you, I was still grieving. And the reason why I'm bringing this in is because in the beginning when you're going through this quest, you still have whatever brought you here for you that you're going through. I just want you to be mindful of that. So I prayed one night. I don't remember the prayer right now. And all of a sudden with the Whew, I only think it was a few days. Um, I went into a crystal store and I saw something say get a, a reading or a spiritual reading or something about not it wasn't even ancestors, it was something about a spiritual reading, this that and third. So me not knowing anything, I was like, Yep, sign me up. I made an appointment. And the woman 
when she did it, she was like, well, wait a minute. You have a cross on. I'm like, yeah, and? Well, aren't y'all Christians not into this stuff? And I was like, oh, shoot, Crystal, what you done, where you at? What you done signed up for? I'm like, well, I don't hold it like that, you know? And that really contests to who I am because you could be whoever you want to. I think there's value in everybody and everything. So I, I'm coming to experience. I've paid my money later. Look, look, look I, got, I got questions. This ain't got nothing to do with this cross. You said, I can take this off. Do you need me to get so you can be comfortable? Because, see, I'm ready. And so, um, the message that she gave me at the time didn't really get me the answer that I wanted. I mean, I did not saying the reading didn't resonate, but I was like, okay. So I say all that. I had like several more readings and people were popping out the woodworks. And every time I book, because I, I wanted to answer, look, what is my grandma saying? What, what? And some people would, like, say a little things. I'm like, that don't really sound like my grandma. I don't know about all that. And so I got to one, and they gave me a message. And within the next day or two, it came true. It came to fruition. And I was like, whoa. I was like, yes, finally. And then from there, I knew something clicked in me when that connection happened and it opened up a whole other world for me. And from there, I was like, wow, I wonder how many people go through this. And I still had questions. I still had questions. And the more questions I had, the more I was brought to things that were in my life that was going on around me. Like, I was told, because I wanted to see her, I wanted to feel her, I wanted, I wanted to hear her, like, you can hear my voice, I wanted, I wanted that. And I was told where um, the reason why I wasn't seeing her or hearing her because of my emotions. Because I hadn't, like, cried or any of that. I was still, it was very traumatic, very painful. So, there was, like, a, a bridge or a doorway that just was like, no, Crystal. Which I understand now, because I wouldn't have been able to handle it. So, it took what you probably heard the words of shadow work, inner child work, meditating, going within, 
sitting in stillness, spiritual baths, crystals, those things. And all that came up to me. Because once I heard it and was very intrigued by it, and people were vouching for it, oh, well then hell, that's all I needed to know right there. That was it. Sign me up. And see, type of person I am. I was like, okay, well, I got to pay this to get this, to, to be able to get this, to get here. All right, so let me do this. And so I got to a reader, and it was like, yeah, well, you got to meditate. Your grandmother will come in when you meditate. The spiritual, that's what I started hearing about spiritual guides and ancestors and archangels and all that stuff. And I was like, meditate? I looked it up. And, of course, that person told me how to meditate. And I tried and, fit and, and failed miserably. I was like, what? So then, since meditation was at the forefront of my brain... Anything and everything I saw, whether it was eat, sleep, breathe, or whatever, was meditation. And there was so much resistance from me on meditation that I got to the point. I was like, nope, not going to do it. Not going to do it. But that didn't stop my quest, though. Why didn't it stop my quest? If you remember I said in the beginning, nobody was going to tell me that I can't connect to my grandmother. And also, once you begin your spiritual path, it's like a job. You don't just turn it off. Especially when you get to a level where, where you know that you know. Now, of course, you could choose to do differently, but there's always a consequence to an action or no action. So I kept going, and it took me about a good year, if not longer, to um, understand meditation and to be able to do it. And what really did it for me was understanding that things that work for other people did not work for me. And I had to find my own way. And the only way I was able to find my own way was to go within my own self. Was to talk to myself. To sit with myself. That was the only way. And then when I did a thing that, <laughs> and I closed my eyes and meditated, because I just literally just was like, okay, I'm just done. 
I'm just going to do this. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. And I closed my eyes and I went, it, all the time I closed my eyes, I see color, especially violet. And this time it was just black. It was like a journey of road of blackness. And I kept going. I kept going. So I think I fell asleep. But I was speaking to a sister and she was like, yes, you did it. I'm like, but I didn't see. <laughs> I think I didn't see my grandma. I didn't. So meditation got put on the shelf. And then the next big thing came in. So you're going to try different things in the beginning. Give yourself grace and know that you are experiencing a thing. But know this. Doing your own inner work, your shadow work, coming home to yourself, you're going to be required to do that. It's like training on a job. You're going to be required to do that. Some you will find in your life will talk about, oh, well, yeah, I didn't have a coach or mentor or trainer or any of that. Well, that's that's great for them. Some, Some of the things you go through, you're not going to need it. I decided where I wanted an actual mentor or teacher in my life, I made that decision. I also, when I made some decisions to do it on my own, came to find out that I needed a teacher or a guide. Some stuff that I got a teacher and a guide on, I didn't need one. I am going to explain that right now. Even though this is way advanced, we're still going to go ahead and drop it. Because if you on this podcast, you know I talk about all things spiritual. So that means, you know, incarnation is real. There is times in your life, let's say you are... um. You like hunting. And in this lifetime, you may have went hunting a little bit as a child. You grew up with it, but you worked and da 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 whatnot. But you know all things hunting. All the guns, all the this, how to kill, how to clean. You just know it. You know it. You had no training in this lifetime. Maybe you saw your dad do a few things or whatnot, but nowhere near to the caliber of what you know, that you know, that you know, that you know. I'm going to tell you why. And this is how sometimes you don't need a teacher or a guide, but you need someone to come in that you attract to activate it, it, to reactivate it back in you. Because this is what you was in a previous lifetime and you mastered it and you kept the experience and the knowledge 
you don't remember the moments and all that other stuff. Or maybe you do. Most of the time you don't. But that didn't leave you. You knowing all the guns, all the bullets, all the bows, all where to shoot it, all what to put on. You just knowingly know. That's like swimming. You, as a, as a child, you want to swim. Oh, yeah. And your parents like, oh, yeah. He's been swimming since he was two weeks old. And I just knew. And we just put him in there. But you knew at the age of five, all the things you saw in the Olympics, and, oh, they're doing a backstroke versus a this, this and that, and da 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 It's because you did it in another lifetime. So, fast forward to back to what I was saying. You could get someone, I'm saying friend, family, foe, teacher, or whoever. And let's say they come in, they start talking about it, and all of a sudden, it perks you up. It's like, whoa, what? Yeah, oh. And then you keep going with it, and then all of a sudden, you remember everything. And it's like, wow. And most of the time, I'm going to tell you, most of the time, that's that's, that's your passion right there. That's what you want to show up and be. That, that's it. And so now, all you doing is re-remembering. So now, what are you attracting? People to come in and plant that seed or give you that key to open that door of who you are or parts of who you are or who you are. Now, I'm not saying having a teacher or guidance or a mentor or um, what do they call them? What do they call them when you seek help? Psychiatrist. And, uh, yes, definitely. Because that's what we're all here, the circle or the spiral of like to help each other to get to our greatest, our greatness, our highest. So utilize it. Just know that there are some things that are in you that don't require it because you've mastered it before. And I do have something like that. It's like, well, how do I know that? I used to say that to my husband, like, how do you know all this? And you ain't had no, no, no training. And he'd be like, I just know. Now, of course, this is before I, you know, knew a thing. But that's like my son that knows all things anime with this and that. And I know how much I had him in that TV. <laughs> so it's like, yeah. But, and it's going on 30 minutes, so I'm going to start wrapping this up. Because like I said, I just want this to be the beginning. When you begin your spiritual path or become aware of it because really you've always been on the path to come back home to yourself. You just had to go through life and different experiences. 
something would come, something would trigger, something would happen to open up that next chapter in your life. And when that comes in, you're going to attract what it is that's going to help you, aid you to get there. And I'm saying that because sometimes experiences hit a little harder than others. And once you get to a level of awareness, you will understand and you will have the ability to shift it and change it on how it comes in because you'll be able to see differently. Because we're always receiving signs, signals, messages all day, every day. Like even in this recording, whoever listens to it, you're going to get it. It's going to land different for everybody. And if you're listening to it, that means there's a message here for you. And it could trigger, and it could be enlightening, and it could be awakening, it can plant a seed, it can do a lot of different things. But enjoy the journey. Spiritual journey is definitely one of the ones where it has a lot of gratitude. Um... And love. The heart space is really important in your spiritual journey. I mean, all of them are important, but to be able to love is, it, it, it hits differently. It feels different. And some of us, have not ever experienced love like that, especially as a child, which is why when we get to adults, we think we know what love is based off of our experiences or what we've been taught or was shown. However, our biggest compass or GPS or book or map or whatever you want to call a thing it's within our own self. So I want to thank you so much for listening to me, grooving with me. Whether you are home, in your bathroom, in your car, outside on the porch, smoking a blunt. <laughs> Either way, I give thanks. And so until next time, I want you to love life, love yourself, give yourself grace, peace, wholeness, abundance, and all that. It's your girl, your court's queen. And until next time, I'll see you on the other side. Take care.